All right, guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and John and I are here to do our the weekend wrap-up show for week nine. I heard a fan offer free dipping dogs if I blew it. I wanted to have some fun, you know, execute. I had bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. Dipping dogs sound good. All right, guys, welcome back. It's Brad with College Sportscast, and we are here to do week nine already for college football this year um, for our weekend wrap-up show. I've got John Roberts with me today. What's up, John? What's happening? So I've got a new laptop, guys. Hopefully things will run a little smoother than than it has been the last little bit. So we'll see. Um, just uh, let everyone know that's going to be on with us today. Um, got something a little different here. But again, we are College Sports Cast. We are presented by the Fanboys and featured on Let's Talk Sports, Sideline Sports, also, the Real Fresh channel for this show on Sundays. Um, check them out. And I do stuff for Stadium Rant. And also, um, you can check us out on WSBN TV channel 30. All right, man. So what was your big take, I guess, from, from the games yesterday, John? One... Uh... Let's see. We had some of the some some teams, or or we got some little bit more of a shaping up of the uh, of what could be the the final push for the playoffs coming up. Um, UNC lost a second game. Um, Washington remained unbeaten in the uh, in the Pac-12. Right? They don't have a right. loss in the Pac-12. Right? Okay. That's yeah. They're 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 undefeated so far. That's what I thought. They struggled a little bit yesterday, but they did yeah. have a nine point nine ten point win, right? Like that at the right. end. But Utah got bumped by Oregon as being a a number two team. So now Oregon is clearly in the driver's seat for the number two spot in that in the Pac twelve. Um, yeah, because I, Oregon State lost too last night. So, that is correct. Oregon State yeah. lost to Arizona, twenty-seven to twenty-four. We'll get into all those other scores uh, right. in a minute, but um, so Oregon is clearly in the number two spot in the Pac-12 now. Right, and Oregon is clearly the number two, and yeah. it looks to me as well with Georgia um, made a statement without Brock Bowers. So if you thought that they were going to be uh, a team that couldn't, you know, may not be able to do it without Brock Bowers, uh, they went out and proved that they can do it without him. I mean, they pretty much manhandled Florida. Um, mm -hmm. Towards the end, I think they um, allowed, you know, put some players in, allowed Florida to score a touchdown or two towards the end. But right. For the most part of the game, I mean, it was it, it wound up being forty three to twenty, 
but Florida right. didn't really score 20 points against the best. No, Georgia. the two touchdowns late in the game were late in the game as opposed yeah. to touchdowns early on because it was pretty much whatever to six for the most part. So that's what what you were uh, – uh, that was pretty much what was going on in, in terms of the uh, that game that day. Um, Penn State seemed to struggle with Indiana for a little while. Yeah, they did, and I was a little surprised. I don't know if that was a carryover from the Ohio State game or, or what the deal was, but, yeah. Josh, gl- glad to have you on, so I appreciate you being with us today. And Louisville absolutely took Duke to the woodshed. Yeah, and that was without Riley Leonard, um, well, which – Leonard did play for a little bit. Just Did he come in? He played. He's got stats in the game. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he uh, he played. He had he was nine for twenty three for one hundred twenty one yards, and then I believe he also uh, had ten carries for thirteen yards. So okay, well, he definitely wasn't a hundred percent. And he didn't play the. I mean, like there there was a uh, at least a series or so where he did not play because the backup does have. Uh, did go three for five for 30 yards. So I'm assuming maybe the end, the very end of the game, they went ahead and took him out yeah. and uh, allowed the backup to play. Well, I didn't – I just I, – I seen some stuff yesterday. I thought I seen where somebody had posted that he was going to be out. But maybe he – I guess he did play. He played. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I guess uh, we do have the – the top twenty-five and the the top twenty-five is out, and yep. the two team has still got that that uh the I guess the black cloud of the uh, of the scandal that is going on um, with the seal, stealing of the signs in Michigan, and I think this is still a hilarious you know ordeal, but it is. It is illegal what they did. So, well, so yeah, we do have the new AP poll out today. If you want to get to that before we do the college football scoreboard, we can do that. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Um, so, to start with, Georgia for the twentieth straight week in a row um, in the AP poll is the number one team again, of course. And that's significant because the second place team has 21. So if they, um, you know, remain number one next week, they will tie the second place ever streak. Um, And that is the um, Miami teams, I believe. I can't remember one of it's either the USC teams with Reggie Bush. One of them's 33 and one of them's 21. And I can't remember off the top of my head. I've said it two or three times on here yeah. the last couple of weeks. Um, but anyway, they are um, number one still. Number two is Michigan still. Yep. Um, you know, Michigan was off this week. They had a bye week. Um, Michigan did. So all their buzz this week was over this scandal that you're talking about, um, you know, so, you know, with Harbaugh and Michigan and investigations and, you know, all this stuff, that's been their buzz this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
you know, so um, number three, I think, is still Ohio State. I'm trying to get my thing to come up, and it's yep. not come up. Number yet. three is Ohio State. Number four, you got it? Go ahead. Go ahead, because I ain't got number, mine. Number four is Florida State. They uh, also uh, did really well this weekend. Number five is Washington, and none of these were any movement here. Number six, there was movement at number six. Oregon jumped two spots from number eight to number six. Um, Texas remained at number seven. Alabama jumped one spot from number nine to number eight. Penn State jumped one spot from number uh, 10 to number nine. Oklahoma fell to number 10 after the loss. Um, Ole Miss is 11, Notre Dame 12, LSU on a bye week is 13, Mizzou also on a bye at 14, Louisville after their big win is 15, Oregon State dropped five spots after their loss to uh, and dropped down to 16, Air Force is at 17, Who's Utah. still undefeated, by the way? Air that's Force right. is. That's correct. They are eight. No, Utah, after getting their second loss, dropped five spots to number eighteen. Tennessee is in the top twenty now at number nineteen. UCLA is at twenty. Tulane is uh, twenty-one. Kansas stays where they were. Did not move up or down. After beating Oklahoma. 22? Yeah, they stayed at 22, which I think yeah. that's kind of weird. But uh, James Madison uh, is now at 23, USC at 24, and we round out the top 25 with K-State. So K-State moves back in. Mm, I think that – it shows no movement, so I say that they were still they were number twenty five last week. Oh, really? They may have I been. So. I was thinking K State moved back in after their win yesterday. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, so your top ten, I think, are the main. Um, you know, main ones that's probably you're looking at right now for, you know, college football spots, I would think. There's a couple of other teams that still have an outside shot. Mizzou is one of them. And LSU. Um, yeah. Mizzou is one of them. They actually get Georgia this coming week. That's correct. In Athens. It's in Athens. We'll get to some of the other games. But I just, you know, while we're talking about these – um, Mizzou definitely is another team that still has an outside shot. If they could knock off Georgia, you know, right? You know, so I'm not saying they will, guys. Not at all. I'm just pointing out the facts that they have a shot. Is all I'm saying. That's right. I mean, look, technically, Ole Miss has a shot, but that yeah. one's a little bit more of a sh uh, outside shot because Alabama has to lose twice in order for them to even get into like say the sec championship. And I don't think that they get in without like being in the sec championship game, but there is that glimmer of hope. 
So Ken Moss is with us. He says he was at the cocktail party yesterday. Um, he says that my Gators were a pretender and Georgia is a contender. <laughs> well, the pros and cons of football here. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just had to throw that in there because Ken was with us and was talking about it. So, um, yeah. So, uh, just so y'all know, I am paying attention to this game today. Uh, Will Levis has four touchdowns in his NFL debut um, right now going on, and I'm pretty excited to watch Levis. So I, I know we don't talk about this, but anyways, I had to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, from what I understand. I haven't turned on this game yet, but that is uh, – one where I've heard that he is balling out right now. So he is. Levis is looking like exactly what I thought he would look like. And and you know, I said I thought last year he was going to be one of the top quarterbacks in this class five years down the road. I've, right. I've been saying that for a long time, and yep. I'm going to stick with it. And I just am excited, excited to see him play. So he gets his start today. So, anyways, yep. I had to bring it up. Yeah. Especially since John Hammonds was talking and, and Josh was talking about it a little bit. So, um, all right. So let's move on to our college football score scoreboard again this week, guys. It started on Tuesday night. This is another. Um, we've got a few more weeks of that where we'll see Tuesday night games. And we had New Mexico State beat La Tech 27-24. Um, last Tuesday, and Liberty, who is still undefeated, by the way, guys, as well, beat Western Kentucky in Bowling Green, which is about 20 minutes from me down the road, 42-29. to 29. On Wednesday night, Jacksonville State beat FIU 41-16, and UTEP beat Sam Houston 37-34. Then on Thursday night this past week, um, Virginia Tech smashed Syracuse 38 to 10, which I found was kind of a um, an odd looking game because Virginia Tech really hasn't looked good. And Syracuse started out 4-0 and looked good. And since then, they have been terrible. Um, Georgia Southern beat Georgia State 44-27. And then on Friday night, FAU beat Charlotte 38-16. to um, and that was the games before Saturday. Yep. Um, for the for this week, and then on Saturday, um, the games that I have listed here. Let's see if this is yes, the full list. All right, Florida State beat Wake Forest forty-one to sixteen. Kansas. At the very end of the game, um, comeback, scores a touchdown, beats Oklahoma 38-33, to makes a huge statement. This was at home um, for Kansas, but Oklahoma, who was undefeated in the sixth-ranked team in the country, is a huge, huge deal for a football school or basketball school like Kansas in football. And, and this game was also delayed for a while due to lightning in the middle yeah. of this game. So um, right before halftime, I think they had to shut it down for a little while um, because of lightning. And that way um, that game did go 
into the 230 kicks a lot deeper into the 230 kicks than what you would normally see because of the lightning delay and so um a lot of people may or may not have been able to see the Oregon game or they had to switch over to FS1 or something like that to and, finish and Daniels, out one of these did, games. Daniels did not play in the game. Their backup, Bean, Jason Bean, who's been playing a lot because right. Daniels has been out, played in this game. So just to throw that out there as well, um, you know, this was a big, big statement um, for Kansas. We already said Penn State kind of struggled with Indiana, 33-24. to 24. Mm -hmm. UMass beat Army, 21-14. Boston College beat UConn 21-14. This was a strange score to me as well. Northwestern beat Maryland 33-27. That was a big, big win for Northwestern, to be quite honest. That's uh that is a strange score, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Um, Texas AM beat South Carolina 30 to 17. Now, John, I'm gonna pause here on this one because last week I asked. Which one of these – these were two of the three schools, Arkansas being the other. Which one of these three schools are we going to see the first change at head coach? Right. And and AM handles their business at home, beats South Carolina. South Carolina is two and six. Arkansas is two and six. Correct. Um, you know, so I'm not saying they're going to make a change yet. I'm just saying it's not looking good at both of those places. Right. Right. Uh, and, Kansas State, Kansas State beat Houston forty-one to nothing, blanked them, which was, you know, Houston had just last week was tied with Texas, you know, late in the game, and then they get blanked by Kansas State this week. So who knows what's going to happen in college football from week to week? West Virginia beat UCF uh, forty-one to twenty-eight. SMU demolished Tulsa 69 to 10. Nice. Uh, what Western Michigan beat Eastern Michigan 45 to 21. Clemson loses at NC State 24 to 17. I'm going to say this with the Clemson game. This was the first time in the regular season that Clemson has lost back-to-back -back games in the regular season since 2011. Do you know what Dabo looks like without a generational quarterback? Uh, apparently not good. Tommy Bowden. Oh, yeah. You're actually going to throw a name to it. Okay. I got what you were saying. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. That's what Clemson. That's what Clemson and Dabo Sweeney look like without a generational quarterback, and they had two of them there. So, uh, yeah, looks like Tommy Bowden, which was the uh, the predecessor to Dabo Sweeney. Dabo took yeah. his job and was the uh, yeah. the interim for for the remainder of the season that they fired Tommy Bowden. He had not really done well after. Um, you know, for, for about two or three years and was about to, you know, thought he was about to be fired. Um, the athletic director got, uh, gave him, you know, one more year and that's when he ended up turning everything around. Yeah. And yeah. So he he, when he, when he first started, he wasn't doing all that great. Right. You know, first couple of two or three years and then he turned it around and 
just so you guys know, I'm just telling you, this is the first time back-to-back -back losses in the regular season. I'm not talking about championship games and all that kind of stuff, bowl games and stuff like that, since 2011. Like, that's a long time ago, guys, seriously. Uh, Memphis beat North Texas 45-42. to Georgia handled Florida 43-20. to Texas walloped BYU 35-6 to with a backup quarterback, by the way. Yep. Um, so we have to we have to acknowledge Texas being up there. Um, you know, they played with uh, Malik Murphy as their quarterback. First start ever in collegiate football um, and handled his business and beat BYU 35 to six. It was at Texas at home, but still um, Oregon also won 35 to six over uh, Utah, which was a big, big statement for them. At Utah. Well. At Utah, yes. A huge statement for, for Oregon. Pittsburgh demolished. I mean, Notre Dame demolished Pittsburgh 58 to seven. How did Louisville lose to Pittsburgh? I mean, seriously. It's a great question. Uh, do I, not know how Louisville lost to Pittsburgh. How did they lose to Pittsburgh? Like, seriously, I, I don't understand that one. Um, speaking of Louisville, Louisville beat Duke 23 to nothing. Um, Auburn, your Auburn Tigers beat Mississippi State 27 to 13 yesterday. That they Minnesota, did. Minnesota beat Michigan State 27 to 12. Nebraska, who looks like they might be closing in on a bowl game, um, beat Purdue 31 to 14. Miami struggled with Virginia, but pulls out a field goal win in overtime 20, 29 to 26. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Iowa State. Iowa State beats Baylor 30 to 18. UTSA over East Carolina 41 to 27. App State over Southern Miss 48 to 38. Miami of Ohio beats Ohio 30 to 16. Um, Tulane sneaks out a win at Rice 30 to 28. Rice has been playing really well and has a QB that maybe you guys have heard of. You know his name, right? Yes, it's the one from Georgia. Yeah. He, and, and they've been playing pretty well, actually, down there. So Tulane, who I think – are they still undefeated as well? Uh, I, No, Tulane lost to Ole Miss early in the season. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right. So, no, they are not. Yeah. USC somehow survives at California – 50 to 49 failed two point conversion at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And they were down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So you have to give them a little bit of credit, but they gave up 49 points to California. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe, uh, I believe, um, Williams threw for about 360, 369 yards or so yeah. in that game. So, uh, yeah, Caleb Williams was 23 or 40 for 369 yards, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, so, and then I believe the team had 128 yards of rushing as well. So to go on top yeah, I mean, of that. Offensively, so, they, they, they played like they do. You know, they just give up way too many points, and California's yeah, they, not that great. Yeah, they don't have a defense. And yeah. Cal, Cal's, off, uh, Cal's quarterback looked – 
it's the guy that came in because he was hurt against Auburn or he was hurt going into the Auburn game. So he wasn't going to start the Auburn game. Um, but he Sam is Jackson? their starter. Huh? Was it Sam Jackson? No, it was the other guy. The other guy? Yeah. Uh, Mendoza. Okay. Um, and he went 25 for 39 for 292 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. And mm -hmm. I believe Cal ran all over USC uh, by rushing for 235 yards as a team. And Jaden Knott, who is a beast, ran for 153 of those yards. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, USC, exactly what we've been saying on, on our show, you know, they're not a contender because they have no defense whatsoever. Arkansas State beat UL Monroe 34-24. Louisiana beat South Alabama 33-20. Boise State beats Wyoming 32 to 7 at home. Wyoming was is a really good team. That's an impressive win for them. Um, Coastal Carolina at home beats Marshall 34 to 6. That's an impressive score as well for them. Um, and Washington struggled a little bit, beat Sanford Stanford 42 to 33. Air Force 30, Colorado State 13, Kentucky, Tennessee, Kentucky 33, Tennessee. Or I wish that was the reverse, right score. Reverse, reverse, reverse. I wish that was the right score. I'm sorry. Oh, Tennessee man. 33, Kentucky 27. I will say this. Kentucky played really well last night, except they could not stop the run. So they um, were they were they were throwing the ball all over the yard. Leary, Leary had 373 yards. Couldn't really stop um, the run there. And they could not stop the run last nope, night. But Larry think... looked really good. I put that up for you there. He says Freeze is gonna has a bright future with Auburn. Yeah, I think the and, uh, and Ken, you're right. It is JT Daniels. That's the quarterback that's Rice that I was talking about. Yep. Yeah. Um, Troy beat Texas State 31 to 13. Ohio State handled Wisconsin, but they struggled for a bit in this game, 24 to 10. Um, Ole Miss beat Vandy 33-7. UCLA beat Colorado 28-16. Virginia Tech, I mean, Georgia Tech beats North Carolina 46-42 last night. What's going on with, with North Carolina? Like, uh, just, they did this last year. Just they haven't shown a defense. Just when you think they have turned the corner and they're like, Six and zero, or eight and zero, or something, and you think they've turned the corner, they fall apart. Yeah, the defense sat this one out. That's that's what happened. The Gene Chizik's defense did not show up at all, and allowed uh, Georgia Tech, a team that shouldn't be putting up this kind of yards and this kind of points against you, it did. So that's um. Yeah, that's that was on the defense. That one's on the defense. The offense played well enough. If you look at the the stats and everything like that, shows that you should win the game when you have the the kind of stat line that North Carolina had. But when you go look at the uh, the stat line on Georgia Tech, the last two years they looked the part. They looked the part. They looked the part. They get six and zero, eight and zero, whatever you know, and then all of a sudden they fall apart. Two week, two or three weeks in a row. 
They yeah. did that last year too. Right. So uh, they've lost now yeah. two two weeks in a row, right? Because they've lost Against to Virginia, they, Virginia they and no Georgia Tech. Two to. teams that shouldn't beat like they shouldn't lose to. Yeah, they have no business losing to these teams. Right. Whatsoever. Exactly. Uh, James Madison beats Old Dominion 30 to 27 <clears> in a close and game. And can't go to a bowl game. Yeah. James Madison. Um, Arizona, Arizona State 38. Uh, Washington State 27, Oklahoma State pound Cincinnati 45 to 13. Arizona at home pulls out a late victory 27 24 over Oregon State, which was a good win for them at home. Uh, Oregon State is a good team. They were, you know, ranked number 11 last week. So uh, Nevada beat New Mexico 34 24. Fresno State in a good game. Both of these were six and one teams. Beat UNLV 31-24. And San Jose State blanked Hawaii 35 to nothing. That is your full rundown of the college football scoreboard for week nine. Yep. That that that's it. That's a full rundown for you guys. So right this minute. I am going to let a friend of mine, Howie Fresh, talk to you guys about Dubby Energy Drink. And I just want to show that our newest partner, uh, Dubby Energy Drinks. You almost energy drink, you get the powder, you mix it up at home, but it's better than any of that coffee, any of that energy drink you get. There's no crash, no jitters, no angst. Uh, they have a patented neurofactor. Uh, that's the star of the show. We have brain food. I'm talking taurine, tyrosine, glutamine. Uh, more. Uh, they only have the best amino acids. Uh, only the best brain benefiting vitamins. I'm talking B3, B12, vitamin C, much more. I'm also talking 150 milligrams of caffeine. So just like your energy, it gives you that kick. There's no sugar, no maltodextrin, no fake colors, no dyes, no fillers, no BS. You can go to W.GG w.gg make sure you use the code real fresh two words code real fresh get 10 percent off of your order and support the show or if you rather just copy paste the link from the description all right guys that was my friend howie fresh um he is got those w energy drinks we're all busy in life and everything so we're all sometimes needing to pick me up so try those out um and use the code real fresh when you do so all right let's talk about the college football landscape for a minute this week um i think you know a couple of weeks ago when when you were on we talked about there was probably about 16 teams that had a legitimate shot um, now we're setting two weeks later from that. I think it's more like 12-ish. It really is 10. Yeah, I mean, you can look at the top 10 and then maybe a couple of teams that are just outside the top 10 um, yeah. as far as your your teams with the legit shot to to, to win it all. Um, um, so your, your top 10, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, uh, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Penn State, and Oklahoma, those all have legitimate shots. Now, here's the deal. A few of those teams are going to eliminate each other on here. So they're going to get knocked out later on within the next you know, few weeks. But as of right now, they all have 
a legitimate shot. Then when you get outside the top 10, you're looking at Ole Miss, eh, not really a great shot. They but do they have, still a, do legitimate have a mathematical shot to get in there. Yeah. It's not one that's real great. Uh, if you go down, LSU's got one, and uh, I believe so does Missouri, uh, 13 and 14 are, are legitimate shots. When you get outside of that um, – Let me ask you about Air Force. Does Air Force have a legitimate shot to sneak in or no? They're undefeated. I, and we have seen – and we have seen teams like that sneak in at four. I mean, if if some of these teams beat each other up ahead of them – you gotta have you gotta have some two lost teams in the top, up there at the very top. You're gonna have to have a lot more two lost teams up there for them to get in. And I just don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're, you're gonna see that. So, uh, a group of five schools be up. In yeah, there. and I mean, like, look, if this were if this were next year, then you know they're definitely you know. Yeah, if this is got, next got year, real shot. Twelve. Well, one of those spots is for the group of five, you know, schools. So, right. so the best, the best team out of the group of five gets one of those spots. Actually. Correct. So, um, so, you know, next year air force would be in, you know, great shape where they are right now for next they year. would be. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now this year, you know, there's, there's eight. No, I believe they are. I don't believe, I don't believe they've had a bye week. I think they're eight. No. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're playing in a conference that has some good teams in it. I mean, like I said, um, Fresno State's, you know, um, seven and one, UNLV six and two, um, uh, Boise State is right there. It's got a good team. Uh, Wyoming's got a good team that has one or two losses. So, I mean, their conference is not like weak. They have four or five teams that are six and two or above. Right, but again, you know, what would they do when they start facing teams that are in the Power Five? That's what you're going to probably – that's what everybody's going to end up having to ask themselves. Yeah. That's what would they do against a team that only face a, a Power Five it. team? I just, I just – I felt like, you know, it's our duty here, you know, college sports cast to, you know, at least have a conversation about them. Right. You know, oh, yeah. Because, because they are having that type of season – they, you know, they started way down the list. So a team like Cincinnati did it a few years back, but Cincinnati started in the top 25. Right. And Cincinnati also got beaten, you know, I think pretty easily, right? Yeah. Once they got in. Yeah. Right. They did. So, yep. Yeah. They did. Uh, but I'm just, you know, having that conversation because they are there. And in a season like this next year, they definitely would have a spot. So they're right. they're worth they're worth talking about. Um, that's the only school outside of, you know, you went down to like thirteen and fourteen to LSU and Missouri. Right. To me, that's the only other school down in there that you could legitimately even have a discussion about. Really. Right. So that was the uh, yeah that was. That that should be about it right there. Um, like I said, you know, you got you know Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan are all going to have to play each other, and Penn State's already lost to Ohio State, so 
um, you know, if they're going to eliminate. Loses, if Penn State loses to Michigan <clears throat> in a couple of weeks, then they're out. Then they're out. Right. But they're yeah. still, you know, mathematically, they're still in it because you could have two teams from the Big Ten. I don't think they're going to have two teams from one conference this year. Uh, I don't think so. We'll have to take a look. Uh, but, you know, Wisconsin and Oregon could eliminate each other. Um, Texas and Oklahoma could eliminate, you know, one or the, you know, one, one will get eliminated between Texas and Oklahoma, between uh, Washington and Oregon, between right. Penn Michigan, State, Ohio Michigan, State, and Ohio State. State. Right. Right. I think if Florida State just keeps going, they're going to be in. You know, I think Georgia, they keep going, they're in. And then I think it's the winner of the Big Ten, and I think it's the Pac-12, or Florida. Florida State's going to have to compete with the Big Twelve. You'll have to see if it's going to be Texas, Oklahoma, or if it's Florida State. You know, because that's going to be the that's going to be your 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 deciding factor. Because I do think that the winner of Washington, Oregon, gets in. I'm kind of leaning that way too this year because the Pac-12, in my book, is a is the second best conference probably. I mean, it's um, it's, it's a it's a very deep conference, especially. It is. Uh, and, and and I I just don't see how um, you can leave them out this year. Um, right. I but, just don't see it. I, I think now. If for some reason and somehow, you know, these next four or five weeks, the 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 winner has two losses. Right. So if Oregon loses again and then wins the conference, then yeah. you're looking at you're looking at that they would have eliminated themselves and that, you know, Florida State, you know, right. gets in and you know, assuming that they win their conference, which, you know, that's what it looks yeah, I mean, like. You know, like the ACC right now, you know, North Carolina in their swoon the last couple of weeks, Clemson is falling off the, the wagon for sure now. Right. Um, you know, you got Louisville that's still there. But they have a black eye with with Pitt. They're lost to Pitt, you know, <laughs> which is like that. that's a black eye. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. But Florida State's got it. Florida State's got a you know a great win. You know they beat LSU. So, but their conference they're the, in the conference doesn't, they're do them, doesn't do them any favors. No, it doesn't. But yeah. you know, Clemson rode that that the, those Kurt ta- uh, the, those those coattails for a while, where they had a bad conference and still got in, and you didn't think that they played anybody. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that they won't. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when you look at the conferences, ACC is not good. Yeah, and it and it and it stinks for Florida State because Florida State's a you know you pretty certain they're, they're a legit team. They're yeah, just playing they in a bad. Too. They're playing in a bad conference. Yeah, so. I think they're. I mean, they've proven with a few of the games that they have played. You know, yeah, that that they are a legit team. Right. Yeah. And so it just it stinks for them because if because my my belief is that if if the winner of the Washington Oregon game if they if they remain you know they they win out and they play each other in the Pac-12 championship I think the winner of that game gets in I think the winner of the Big Ten gets in Georgia because I assume Georgia is going to be the winner 
of or Bama, maybe. Yeah, but I'm 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 going with right now. I'm putting Georgia yeah, in, even if it is Bama. You know, yeah. I still think it's the winner of the SEC gets I'm in. I'm going to go with Georgia unless it's like a three loss LSU or something. And then that leaves you a, a toss up between Florida State, Texas, and Oklahoma. Correct. Yeah, and then you have to so yeah, you'll, you'll probably have the you'll probably have Texas and Oklahoma play each other, and so you'll be looking at the 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 winner of that one getting in versus Florida State as of right. Correct. Now. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's that's basically the the landscape, I believe, of the college football playoff right now. We're setting at coming up to week ten. Um, in college football, so we've got about a month or so before we get to champ- you know, the the conference championship games, somewhere around there. Right. It should be the first weekend of December, like December 1st or 2nd yeah. or and something like that. we're at the like very that. end of October, so it might be five weeks until we It is. There's five, there's five weeks. There's five Fridays in, uh, in November, so yeah. it, it will be, I think, November 30th is the fifth Friday think that's how this math works and um which would put december 1st as the conference championship weekend okay so yeah yeah all right john we've been doing what we've been calling the good the bad and the ugly so for week nine we're gonna we're gonna start and have a little bit of fun here and and tell our good the bad and the ugly for for what we think happened in week nine so um, I'll start with you on the good. What do you think the good was from week nine? Well, I mean, there's uh, quite a few of them that you can have as the good from week nine. So one, we'll go with Georgia, uh, being able to show out without Brock Bowers and shutting down Florida and, 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 you know, winning in a rivalry, uh, in a rivalry game where the, the crowd, the opponent is 50, 50. Uh, and as far Josh as put up there, he said, Josh, Josh said Georgia is three feeding. So, yeah, well, yeah. stranger things have happened, but at the moment right now, the good Georgia, um, with what they did, uh, this, this weekend. Okay. If you're going to go with Georgia, I'm going to have to go with Oregon. Um, you know, going into Utah, a extremely tough place to play. Kyle Elevation game. Kyle Whittingham has been tremendous at Utah as a coach. He has led this team, you know, before this weekend to just one loss without Cam Rising, without their starting tight end, um, and – had won some big games at home. Thought, you know, we thought they might struggle with UCLA. They win, you know, and um, a couple of other games. And Oregon comes in. Dan Lanning brings in Oregon and Bo Nix. John, man, this guy. I mean, it's amazing I, what he looks like when he's got when he's actually coached. I, I mean, you know? he just he just picks them apart. And Utah has also a, against 
well, actually, you know, I would say against Pac-12 defenses, but Utah, but Utah actually has, has a legitimate defense. defense. So yes, they do. <laughs> they yes, have a legitimate sure. defense, so that's a team I mean, that you can't you can't even use that argument there. No, you cannot <laughs> use that at all. Not not against Utah, you can't. No, there's a couple um, of defenses and, out there in the Pac-12. You can't use that defense. You can't use the defensive argument, but there are some of them where you can go, yeah, they, they just don't have a defense. Yeah. So Ken Musk says that Utah had not lost at home since 2020 and that the Ducks win is very impressive. That's what I'm saying, guys. That's I right. Mean, if out of all the wins to me, I think Utah not only getting the win, but going in and, and kind of manhandling them and beating them 35 to six at home. Um, and Bo Nix looking like he did and kind of picking them apart, I mean, Oregon is right there to challenge Washington in the Pac-12. That's just all there is to it. Correct. Yeah. All right. So what do you have for your bad from week nine? All right. The bad, I'm going to go with Vanderbilt quarterback play. Okay, Vanderbilt quarterbacks went uh, eight for 20, 60 yards. That's not good. That's not really going to ever win you games. That's a three-yard average. That's zero touchdowns, and both quarterbacks threw an interception apiece, so that is two turnovers as well. Um, QBR, cumulative QBR was 26. It's a 14 for one and a and a 12 for another. So um, they both ran uh, for, I believe, 56 yards total between the two of them. But, uh, and, and the quarterback was the leading rusher at 59, Walter Taylor. So 59 yards. So combined, the quarterbacks, 120 yards total, which is not good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty bad, I have to say. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, this is Auburn's next opponent. So, oh, y'all playing Vandy? Boy, y'all got it bad. At, y'all got at, y'all got rough schedule. I'm telling you. Oh no, no, no. We're, we're Auburn is on a a a four game stretch. Okay, <laughs> Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and New Mexico State. Okay, I told you this last week. No, They're about to start a four-game stretch that should <laughs> should make them bowl eligible and above five hundred for the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Should. Um, yeah. I'll I never know with so. Auburn, but yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm going to say this. Okay. So and and I know this one's probably going to be a little bit controversial. Mm-hmm. Um. Go for it. Because because a couple of weeks ago, they looked like world beaters. But the past two weeks, Oklahoma has not looked good. That's um, right. They come, off, they come off of a bye week after beating Texas and struggled mightily and snuck out a win at home against UCF. That's right. Gus almost pulled go, off the almost pulled off the one signature win. And then they win. go on the road 
and get give up 38 points to Kansas after giving up 29 at home to UCF. Right. So I'm going to say the bad is Oklahoma's defense all of a sudden. Yeah, because I mean, like last year, that that was the bad. That was yes. their defense was horrible. That's last. That's year. why I'm bringing this up because last year Oklahoma had a losing season and went six and seven, and the reason why they did that is their defense was horrible. They had a stretch where they were giving up like 50 points a game, um, and on an average, and right. you know. Oklahoma a couple of two or three weeks ago when they beat Texas, we're all thinking, okay, Oklahoma has arrived. Venables has figured it all out. And, you know, they are going to be able to be there at the end. But I'm saying hold up just a minute because their defense is looking a whole lot more like it did last year all of a sudden. Not quite as bad. I'm not going to sit here and act like that they – are as bad, but they're getting closer to looking like that than they are the first six games this year. Yep. So if you're a Sooners fan, you're hoping that they figure out this Oklahoma defense and get back to the way they were playing the first half of this year. Yep. All right. So let's move on to the ugly. It's always fun we to could, talk about our ugly for week. We could nine. go. We could go in several different directions, but um, and 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 honestly, there we're, we're going to go with uh, about three or four different teams' defenses here. You know, or the lack thereof. North Carolina, uh, USC. I mean, you could keep going on. I mean, of course, we we knew USC's defense wasn't there, you know, to begin with. North Carolina's defense um, not showing up at all the last few um, games. I mean, it's just it, – it, it's those defenses right there. They're the, the, uh, that is the ugly for, for, uh, uh, for me this week is – is seeing North Carolina defense, you know, give up what they gave up. And I mean, if you go look at it, I believe it was. Here we go. So Haynes King was 23 of 30 for 287 yards, four touchdowns in it. And, uh, Haynes and one King. Haynes King. Yes, you heard it correctly. That is the same. <laughs> Haynes that is, King, that started at Texas A&M, is throwing yeah. up numbers over here at Georgia Tech. Haynes King, 23 of 30 for 287 yards. Four touchdowns, one INT. Yes. Atrocious. And not only did they throw the ball for 287 yards, but they ran the ball for 348 yards against against. North Carolina. Okay. So they gave up 287 yards in the air, North Carolina's defense. They gave up 348 on the ground. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. I, I have to say. Yeah. And so, that's pretty ugly. <laughs> that is ugly. <laughs> you you don't ugly. win. You don't win too many games 
you know, yeah. when you give up that, I mean, and they had a shot to win. That's the thing is they had a shot to win, but they, they, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. So I guess what I'm going to go with here is, is I'm specifically going to talk about Clemson's offense. <laughs> I was debating whether to even involve Clemson in this one, but yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about Clemson's offense. And the reason why I'm going to talk about their offense is in the off season, they went out and they brought in Garrett Riley from TCU. And there was all this talk that, you know, what a big hire it was going to be, um, you know, that they, they were going to in, infuse the some air raid into their offense. And they had and they had Klubnik, you know, a five star guy, and they were going to light up the scoreboard and. We're setting eight, well, nine weeks in, and they are four and four. And I'm not even sure that I haven't looked exactly, but I do not think they're averaging more than like 17 or 18 points a game. I don't think they so. Had, I don't think they've, uh, I don't think they've scored a whole lot, you know, in total. Had, they had 17 this past week against, against uh, North Carolina State. Now, I will say this North Carolina State does have a solid defense. They're not a great offensive team, but they do have a solid defense. Um, but, however, eight weeks in, Dabo Sweeney has basically put a hold on Garrett Riley's offense, and he is basically running very similar to the same offense that he's run since about that 2011 mark that, <laughs> that I was talking about earlier. And – I just don't understand the concept of bringing in a guy with air raid concepts who is coming off a national championship game with TCU with his offense and bringing that guy in and not giving him the, the green light to run his offense. Right. So here's the deal here. So um, Clemson, and and you've got to take two of these games with a grain of salt, okay? Because yeah, they're, they're, they're early that were right. Yeah. Yes. So uh first game against Duke, seven points. Second right. game against Charleston Southern, sixty-six points. This is where you have to take it with a grain of salt. FAU in the third game, forty-eight points. Yeah. All right. Against Florida State in game four, 24 points. Against Syracuse, 31. At least one of those was a defensive touchdown. So yeah, I'm pretty certain of that because I think if not a defensive touchdown, a defensive setup, one that where an interception took you to like the two-yard line. Okay. Yeah. But I think they actually had may have had one defensive touchdown and one defensive setup touchdown. So right. that one, you, you can't even think that that was a uh, – uh, you know, the 31's not not a real number right there. Um, 17 versus Wake Forest, 28 versus Clem, uh, versus or sorry, 20 versus Miami, and then 17, 17. versus yeah. NC State, right? So, if you take out the you know FCS team that they played, you know, if you take that one out, I mean, honestly. They are struggling mightily on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and Correct. 
my thing is this, like I said, I just don't understand bringing in Garrett Riley and not flourishing and letting him run his concepts and, and do the things. I just don't quite understand it. And now that they are sitting at four and four and their worst season since 2010, it's pretty ugly in, 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 in Clemson, South that's Carolina. Right. Right yep. now. So that's, that's my ugly. Um, and like, I just, the last couple of weeks, I really can't believe that they have done what, I mean, them and the ACC between them and North Carolina, they're both, both, both of them the last two weeks have been pretty darn ugly. Yeah. It's uh like I said, the ACC is kind of cannibalizing itself and it's not in a good way. So, all right. So quickly, I'm going to let Howie Fresh talk one more time here. Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content, uh, anything from college sportcast and, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got you want to do what? We got the wrestling corner. We got live stream. Just go over to youtube.com slash the real fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. Right on. All right, guys. That was Howie Fresh. Check out his channel. We are on there on Sunday nights, and he has lots of other stuff to check out throughout the week, each and every night. So check that out. Um, we're going to do a quick look ahead for, well, it's week 10, not week 9. <laughs> Correct. I, I didn't put that up right. Sorry, guys. My brain wasn't adding 1 to 9. So it's really week 10 look ahead, not week 9. Yep. Um, so we have a top 25 matchup of Kansas State goes to Texas. Um, that should be a pretty good game. Kansas State has had a couple of really good weeks the last couple of weeks. Um, so we'll, it'll be a good test for them to see going up against Texas. I don't know if Ewers will be back next week or, or not yet, but we'll find out later in the week. Um, Texas A&M goes to Ole Miss, which, uh, should be a good game. Um, a game that you would think would be a good game is Notre Dame goes to Clemson, but you know, we're just talking about Clemson. So I'm not real sure, you know, if that's going to be a good one to watch or not. Probably not. I'm going to go with the, it's not going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, a top. 15 matchup, Missouri goes to Georgia yep. uh, this coming week, and that's going to be a really, really big game for the SEC East. Um, the winner of that game is going to have the upper hand right now, to be honest. In yes, the yes, yes. This right here is the battle for number one in the SEC East. Um, but, I mean... Tennessee uh, still has a... Still has a a role in that as well they do but, but yeah um you know 
So we'll see exactly what happens, but they still have an outside role in that Tennessee does is what I'm saying. Yeah, they can they can still I think they they're more of a team that could decide it by beating or losing to a team rather than being the team that gets in right on yeah. the east. I think they're more of a you know they will have a role as a as a deciding factor, but they, they themselves will not factor into the decision. <laughs> right. So, yes. Um, so uh, uh, to continue the look ahead here, we've got Oklahoma travels to Oklahoma state. Oh, Bedlam. Um, yeah. This is going to be the, maybe last, one? the last one. The, yeah. Um, in, in this series for, you know, the foreseeable future as well. Um, Oklahoma State is six and two. Oklahoma seven and one. I mean, this this should be a really really big game um, coming up. Um, Kansas goes to Iowa State in the Big Twelve. Kansas six and two. Iowa State surprisingly is five and three. They have looked and played a lot better than I think a lot of people give them credit for. Um, Washington travels to USC. Um, Washington the last couple of weeks has not looked like themselves. So we'll see what happens when they go to USC this week. Hopefully they will get back on track. LSU and Alabama is going to be the huge game in the SEC West. Um, the winner of this game as well has the inside track in the SEC West as yeah. well. But it with the loss for... The loss for for LSU, you know, pretty much eliminates them from any sort of playoff contention at that point. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But Bama but is still. They've only got one loss in the SEC West. They've only got one loss, and it is not to an SEC team yet. They lost to Texas. No, no, no. They. They have one loss. They have, they have two losses. Bama. Bama only has one loss. They lost to Texas. No, I'm saying LSU. Yeah, LSU has two losses, and yes, they yeah. lost one team. They've lost one yeah. game in the uh, in the SEC and one game right. outside of yeah. the SEC. Yes. Right. So if they were to pick off Alabama, then they, they have the they, inside track. They would have yes. the inside track. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So there's two games in the SEC this week, one in the East and one in the West that are really big games on who's going to be number one in the East and West. Correct. This, this coming weekend. Um, that is some of the top 25 games. If mm -hmm. you want to look through and see if there's a few other games in there that interest you. Um, that's um, th This is more of just a, an, an, a game that would be interesting to watch. Um, if you're an SEC fan, Kentucky and Mississippi State generally have good games between the two of them. I know that they're both on two different really trajectories, you know, or at least you would think that, I mean, Kentucky may be on a downslide and Mississippi State definitely is on a downslide, but Kentucky's a little bit higher up on the hill than Mississippi State. <laughs> right. Uh, but the that game's usually pretty decent. Uh, Washington and Kentucky USC. does not play well in Starkville, by the way, most of the time. Right. So Washington at USC, um, this right here, while we all believe that the USC defense is going to be the reason why they lose this game, 
the USC offense could still be a factor as to a way that they could win this game. So right. we need to keep our eye on that one as that will, you know, again, play a factor into the Pac-12 and if they still have a pe- playoff chance. Um, another one, which I think would be a sneaky good game, is Jacksonville State at South Carolina. As what we were talking about early in the season, trying to see what Furman would do at South Carolina, Furman being an SEC team, an FCS team, and that ended up being a blowout South Carolina win. Yeah. But now South Carolina is lost like four or five in a row. Right, and And they're losing – players left and right too so they don't have a whole lot of players their offensive line is weak jacksonville state's coming in with like what one or two losses on the season Um, they were predicted to only have one win on the season because they have been coming up from the fcs ranks to the fbs ranks and i think that they could you know at least compete with South Carolina, especially with South Carolina kind of being on that downward spiral. If they let up with this game, Jacksonville State could put a could 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 put a W up there. I'm gonna tell you right now, that might be a nail in the coffin right there. I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing that one out there. <laughs> um because I think that that one could be a, a good one to pay attention to. Just you may I'm not have saying, to sit there and watch it, but I would be scoreboard. I'd be yeah, scoreboard watching definitely. That's one that you uh, that could be a nail in the coffin right there. I'm not right. sure. Uh, another one to to look at at eleven. So that particular game, that South Carolina game, is at at, uh, at also at eleven. Um, but Texas A and M Ole Miss because Texas A and M having like what looked like a pretty pretty good complete game you know other than like the what first quarter were or the first drive where south carolina sacked their quarterback three times That's what i was saying about nell in the coffin ken ken yeah. Musk on the shane beamer loses job after jacksonville state loss Could yeah be. but another one to look at would be ole miss and texas a&m um yeah. that one could be a good game that one's gonna be it in oxford that's a um, sneaky good game i mean yeah. texas a&m has has Still has a good team. I mean, they're not great, but they have a good team. And for sure, they could challenge Ole Miss. In they have Oxford. a really um, good defense. And, you know, again, yeah. Ole Miss has a good offense. And that's yeah. what you'll be able to it, – it, it's kind of yeah. one of those, uh, you know, good on goods right there on the on the field. So that would be something to pay attention to. Um, and I think that would be a, a, a sneaky good game to watch at 11 a.m. So – um 11 a.m you've got texas a&m Ole miss you've got south carolina and jacksonville state and then later on in the evening i think you've got what i say the uh washington usc game i think those are going to be the games to kind of pay attention to that aren't top 25 uh matchups right all right guys we appreciate you being with us today. That's kind of going to kind of wrap things up. But before we go, I do want to talk about our affiliation that we have with Homefield. Um, they are a premium licensed collegiate vintage apparel company 
and you can check them out. That shirt that John is wearing is one of their Auburn shirts. Um, and they have over 150 teams. I was looking at it. I think it's more around the 180 team mark right now when I was looking at it. But they have over at least over 150 teams available, um, even teams like Furman and stuff that are FCS. And, you know, so there's, you know, if your team is not one of the top teams in the country and you're a fan of whoever, check them out, look it up. Um, they have cool retro logos and mascots and designs and throwback teams, um, you know, for, for each and every school. So there, it's a really cool vintage and retro stuff to look at. They have hats, they have, um, t-shirts, they have hoodies, they have sweatpants. They have a lot of different stuff to check out. And each team, um, uh, like I think, Auburn has 36 pieces, I think I've seen. Kentucky has like 28 or 29, I think. Um, so your team could have more or less. I, you know, I'm, I haven't looked at all 175 teams. I've got about five or six of those shirts and a hoodie from Auburn. So yeah. it's uh, it's really awesome. I've uh, started to venture out and start looking at some of the other schools because uh, I do like some of the other logos and designs. Um, I think uh, Cal Irvine is one that I'd looked at, like the Anteaters. I'd looked into, you know, Tulane stuff with the uh, the Angry yeah, Wave. Yeah, they've got some of those old school uh, mascots and, right. and retro logos and stuff. I'm like, it's just really cool. That's right. Um, and, you know, we're excited to have them along with us um, here at College Sportscast because that's what we do is we cover college sports teams all around the country. And to be able to offer that to you guys is a big deal for us here at College Sportscast. And like I said, we're excited about having being able to offer that to you guys. So what you can do is this. You can use our code CSCAST for a 15% discount if you're a first-time buyer with Homefield. Go to homefieldapparel.com and at checkout, you can use CSCast for 15% off. If you're not a first-time buyer, you can follow us on, follow me uh, or John, probably, either one of us. Follow us on Twitter, and we post links with our code, and you can also order through those links with our code behind them um, from our Twitter as well. So you can do either one. So we're excited about that. I wanted to give a little talk about, I know John, I, I noticed it when we first started, John had the shirt on. So yep. yeah. Uh, you'll, see, well, you'll see one from every, every, every show. I'll have probably yeah. something cause I, I can, I can cover. If we did two weeks in a row, I could have a different shirt on yeah. each time and still yeah. be. I've got I'm going to have one coming. John's actually going to have another one coming. So basketball one. So it'll be basketball. I've got a couple basketball ones already, and this will be the, the, a, a, a basketball one. And the thing, the really cool thing about home field too, is that they research all those retro logos and they even have the story behind some of those logos. Like the one that I got from, uh, that, that, that I'm getting 
next is the peacock shirt and that has a really cool interesting story that auburn um embraced the peacock logo or the peacock as a mascot so you know think about it auburn and however many mascots you already have in there embraced another one as an outsider another one that Auburn had a peacock as a mascot. That's, I had yeah. no idea. Embraced it um, with the basketball team. Outsider, I had no idea. Embraced it with the basketball team in the 2021 season, and the the fan base it took off with with the Twitter the Twitter fan base, and then so much so that the official account for Auburn basketball was using it, and then uh, and then. Uh, Homefield picked up on it and uh, licensed out the uh, the 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 shirt, and they uh, it, it's a really cool it's a really cool shirt. So I'll have it. It's a like a a, a blue with the peacock right there on it. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean we still got to get them quite ordered. They haven't looked at my email because it's the weekend. So it, it'll be a little bit before we get them, but we do have some shirts coming um, from from home field. And we're excited about that, excited about having them with us here at College Sportscast. It's to have those teams and everything and to do the retro and vintage. That's kind of what's um, hot right now. It's what everybody likes. And it's cool to have that retro and those logos and mascots and designs and throwback teams. And by throwback teams, I mean like, you know, championship teams from the 50s or the 60s or – you know, whatever. So you can you can wear stuff, you know, that's brand new right now. Um, that's throwback, vintage, retro, and they're just cool designs. So check oh, them yeah. out. Um, all right, guys. So that's going to wrap up our show. Our next show is going to be Halloween night. Might do some kind of Halloween special here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be Halloween night, October. 31st, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, we'll come in and do the Big Fuss show for week 10 um, and have a little bit of fun. I know one of my topics to look forward to is, um, I'm just going to be honest with you, I'm going to throw it out there after a one specific replay that did not get overturned last night in the Tennessee-Kentucky game, I'm going to ask the specific question, is there any need for replay in college football anymore? Because I just don't see the need for it. I mean, did you see the one from uh, from Texas A&M? I did not, but I tell you the one from Tennessee, Kentucky, the dude was, was three, four feet out of bounds by the time he actually handled the ball. Right. I mean, it wasn't even close. Right, yeah. And, then, and, the, announcers, and the announcers are like, well – you got to have, you know, undisputable evidence. What more do you need? If you can't have that as undisputable evidence, then why do we even have replay? I don't understand. Right. right. And like I said, from the Texas A&M, it's a tight end that had caught a ball, uh, was able to toe tap and get the, get the back foot, get the toe on the – drag the toe across, caught the ball, came down with the ball, held – had possession of the ball all the way through – and they went and looked at it and then, you know, just said play stands and said well, that he was I mean, out of bounds. Before so. we do this topic on Tuesday night, 
Um, I may try to look up that call. You said it was Texas A&M? Texas and A&M and South Carolina. The Texas A&M Carolina? tied in. Texas A&M tied in. Uh, caught a pass late in the game that should have been a touchdown. Um, they ultimately got a field goal out of that possession. South Carolina, I think, went down and scored a touchdown to get within uh, one score. And then Texas A&M was able to put it away after that. But it made the game very interesting when they didn't score the touchdown right there. I just Ken says, I agree. You know, how many plays actually get overturned? Almost none. I mean, I don't understand the whole concept of undisputable evidence to, to overturn, overturn. You know, I'm telling you, if you watch the Kentucky-Tennessee game last night, that is – you can't have more evidence than what you can actually see right there. Right. There's, there's no reason to even have replay in the game if you can't overturn something with that kind of evidence. Correct. That's, how, that's where I'm going to leave it for now, but I am going to look at it. I am going to have a hot topic on Tuesday night about this subject. I just wanted to give you a little precursor to it. So, um, but – for sure, that's going to be one of the topics on Tuesday night. Right. <laughs> yeah, Ken Musk says eliminate replay and reinstate the clock. Great idea, Ken. Great idea. Absolutely great idea. A hundred percent. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our show here. College Sportscast for the weekend wrap-up show week nine. We appreciate you being with us, and we will see you on Tuesday night. Have a good one, guys.